0: when she took her place in the gaudy party scene. Still, it was a potentially interesting notion, the idea that social fear and life-or-death fear were entwined and often confused within the novel's various performances. Ellen made a note on a pad on the side table before flipping back a few pages to enjoy Lily's whirlwind preparations for the extravagant tableau. Sometime later a rhythmic scraping drew her attention out of the book. Outside, a familiar figure was shoveling off the side stairs. Ellen watched her ward, the young man who used to be her ward, fling snow left and right over the metal railing, working his way down the buried stairs she hadn't used in weeks. Idiot, she whispered, heart full. He knew she used the front door when it snowed this much, but he was shoveling for Maisie, who reliably trotted to this entrance morning and night, baffled each time that Ellen tugged her away to the front. Ellen rose to go, but stayed to watch as a slighter figure crept up on Michael from behind. Her daughter Jane, long tangled hair spilling out from under a wool hat, scooped snow off the bushes and packed it hard— Just as she pulled back to throw, Michael turned to whip a shovelful right at her face. He'd faked not hearing her approach. Janie's scream reached the rafters. She went to tackle Mike, but he blocked her. Ellen watched for one more moment while he held her still, wiping snow from her face. Their laughter grew louder when she went downstairs and into the kitchen. Now they'd let Maisie out, and she charged up and down the half-cleared stairs deliriously. Jane grabbed the dog to give her a kiss, and Michael wrestled her for a chance to pet Maisie. Ellen rushed over to the open door. You forgot to shut the door, she shouted, cold air along the kitchen floor. She blew kisses through the glass and mimed, come in, it's freezing. They waved back and then ignored her. Jane stuck a handful of snow down Michael's collar. He lightly toppled her into a giant drift pile and then picked up the shovel. Ellen pulled the door open a crack. Don't worry about that. Just come in and get warm. I was warm until your bratty daughter showed up. Jane pushed past him and flicked her snow-covered mittens his way. Whiner. Baby. Suck up. "'Jane, your boots!' Ellen dragged her in to a towel on the floor and backed away from the spray of cold snow. Michael stuck his lip out and pretended to shiver. Jane pounded the glass door and shouted, "'Break's over! Get back to work! Earn your keep!' "'Jane!' "'What?' Laughing, her daughter towed off her snow boots and shrugged out of her soaking coat with Ellen's help don't say that to him mom relax why would you say that michael's brought back the muted scrape of his shovel mom he knows i'm kidding god if there were any iota of truth to it do you think i'd say it even joking jane twisted her hair into a rough knot and strode away through the kitchen ellen held her dripping coat Once again, she wondered about the fault lines underneath the four of them. Michael was part of their family now and had been for nearly five years, but even so, did he feel somehow that he had to shovel the walk? Did a joke like Jane's make him feel more welcome or less? Did her own reaction make things worse or worse in which ways? Text and subtext. Ellen hung up the coat and eyed Jane's damp sock prints as she went over to stir the chili. As usual, birthday or not, she and her daughter were off on the wrong foot. It was hard to say exactly when Michael Cacciarelli became one of them. Was it the day he and Ellen had the notary sign the forms for Wisconsin Petition for Guardianship? Was it before that? when he was crashing on the basement couch, the day she gave him a set of keys, when he began to leave grocery money, a wordless 10 or 20, magneted to the fridge, the night he allowed Ellen to take him to the ER for the